This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, rush. It's time for a radio royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are so pleased to have with us Her (laughs) Royal Highness, who was out last week. I'm going to spill the beans, but just a little bit, because, of course, privacy is all important to her, Her Royal Highness, as it should be. All I will say is that the royal family has been extended and congratulate (laughs) her royal highness princess mother royal highness (laughs) thank you sir james yes there's a royal baby in the family and we cannot be more happy i am so happy for you (laughs) yes i can't wait till the first official photograph of the new royal child is released (laughs) too much fanfare you know, yes, indeed. And congratulations, young princess, princess mommy. Good job, your highness, yes. this daughter. Yes, good job. And, and to, the, to the husband, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. A royal accomplishment <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Well, we missed you. And um, it's been a busy week, of course. Uh, the Taconians had a really, really great week. Uh, did, are you familiar with the Taconians, your highness? I'm not. Uh, that is a surprise. I'm racking my brain as you speak. What exactly okay. is that? Those are the people that are the tacos. All of the new taconians. Oh. The tacos. <laughs> the breakfast tacos. You people, you Spanish people, you're like a bunch of tacos. So I'm calling them now the taconians. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Yes, we may must never let them forget that because that's going to disappear in the media, but it needs to be reminded again and again. So and hilarious. We're going to do that. You <laughs> had an article that was placed, and I read it, and it is absolutely brilliant. Uh, it is in the American Thinker, and it is the four words that can save America. I hope I got the title right. Four simple words. Yes, exactly. Four simple words that can save America. And I am so happy you read through it. I I really was really happy with getting it out there. It's something I've been thinking about for a while. It's about our national motto. And the history of it is fascinating. I learned so much in just researching it. And one of the things that is the most interesting about our national motto is that the congressman who worked so hard day in and day out to establish that as part of our currency was a a congressman from Florida who was a Democrat, which, of course, is the most Stunning comment you can make because there's nobody in the Democrat Party who would work for that now. So it shows how much the party has changed. But he was a very interesting guy. He established the Americans for Disability Act because he had contracted polio during World War II. And he also established the Ethics Committee. He was known as Mr. Clean 
good guy, and this was one of his accomplishments. So I find the history of that motto uh, fascinating, and I really think we should put it into action again because In it is something that God you, you can we, we trust. trust. In and so God I'm going to say that every time I say hello, I'm going to say in God we trust, because that is something that can get our country back on track. It's a brilliant article. I urge everybody to seek it out and read it. It is in The American Thinker. Four simple yes. words that can save America. And uh, it's a great article. Thank you. Now, let's talk about uh, Joe Manchin. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, this is turning like the Charlie Brown thing. This really is like turning like this. This is just like the Charlie Brown. It's time for the football. Everybody knows what's going to happen. But you're just like, okay, maybe this time, just maybe this time, that damn Lucio let him kick the football. Right. So they all the Democrats have all geared up again. Now they're all geared up. Okay, let's get our agenda passed. Now, please, let's get the agenda passed one more time so that we can go into the midterms and at least say we did something. And so they've all been negotiating. And this time around, there was press. Well, you know, Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin, he's negotiating with the Democrats. They, and then today, there's hate Joe Manchin. What happened, Diana? Well, I have to start out by saying I was wrong. If you remember seven months ago where he first started negotiating for the Build Back Better Act, the $2 trillion, Mm -hmm. I said, and I predicted, I said, in the end, he's going to cave because he always has. But he didn't. And he has been a stalwart stick in their mud ever since. And, And yet they came back again. They got rid of a whole bunch of things. In negotiating with him, they appeased him. They didn't publicly criticize him at all. And they've been just figuring any minute now he's going to sign on because he let them believe that. And then at the very end, all of a sudden, when they had caved on everything, they had a, a small bill. And he goes, No, I can't do it. Too much inflation going on. <laughs> and James, listen, here's, here's the best part. They are now holding on to the hope because he now says, well, maybe next month I'll come back and see how inflation looks. And I'm like, agree. and they're all buying it again. They're like, well, maybe next month. <laughs> oh, it was so fun. Not everybody's buying it. Greg Sargent in the Washington, Amazon Prime Washington Post is having a cow. And he's not yes. the only one. There was a CBS reporter, uh, some guy discussing it, and he he started off his broadcast by saying, um, let's see, all right, Joe Manchin's a multimillionaire with a Maserati and a family coal business, and he's saying no on a climate deal. These people, some of them are just so unbelievably ticked. They are not going to get their Green New Deal because of Joe Manchin. And more than that, they're not. It looks like they're not going to get any any new tax hikes on the wealthy or on corporations, which is what they wanted to go into the midterm elections with. Joe Manchin is like, screw that, no tax hikes. Yep. Screw that. Are you kidding? Gas what? prices are through the roof. Why are we going to do more to hurt the? This guy to me is actually trying to save the Democrat Party, but they don't see it that way. 
Exactly right. And, you know, one of the things that I hesitate to say, but perhaps we may have some Republicans sign on instead. You can never rule that out when it comes to uh, legislation that the Democrats need. I mean, you know, what what is our, you know, famous moderates going to do? But one of the things that that I really noted in these that there's no mention of Kirsten Cinema in any of these articles. They're acting like it's just this guy who is stopping the agenda from going forward. But Kirsten Cinema also said she's not signing in to any new tax hikes. And one of the other things that's interesting, the tax hikes they're talking about is getting rid of the 2017 tax cuts. And it was such a good reminder that that is one piece of the Trump agenda that is still there. I had really been so discouraged that Biden had overturned almost everything. But the the Trump tax cuts are still in effect, and that's what they were going to use by getting rid of the Trump tax cuts. That was what was going to fund, quote unquote, the Green New Deal, because they don't know how economics works. They think that if they raise taxes, then they get more money. <laughs> and it just never works that way. They get less revenues every single time it's tried. It never has. There is so much going on uh, also, Diana. Tomorrow you'll be with us, maybe. I don't know what's on the agenda tomorrow, so much news. But one of these days we are going to catch up on some of this aftermath of the Roe v. Wade decision. These people are still, they are still slithering around in fits of anger over this. And But you predicted something about that that I think is going to come to pass, is in that for the rank and file, this just seems to be they're the rank and file, Diana. They're not in the streets protesting. They're not yes. doing this. They're not out there with their with their with their crocheted pink pea hats. <laughs> exactly, and it hasn't worked out for them in previous races, which should have been a heads up. In Virginia, for instance, they ran on abortion and predicted this exact thing, and they didn't get Democrat turnout at all in a regular election. So I think that they've been misplaced. What else do they have? I mean, from their point of view, politically, what else do they have to run on? This is it. Well, they have to run on the fact that Republicans are mean, and and we don't believe in things like, well— uh, that, that college, I don't know whether you caught up with that college professor Rhett out of uh, out of Berkeley this week. Oh, what? I'm going to play it in a little while. We, we're going to play it. I want you to listen to this college professor Rhett out of Berkeley because this one's worth hearing. And I think we should make some commercials out of this. So, but in the meantime, we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Princess is back. Our princess is back. We missed you so much. I missed you too. Thank you so much. Looking forward to tomorrow. That is Her Royal Highness, Princess Di. She's going to be back with us tomorrow on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Boast and Herbie's Rush Hour here right now. You can be a part of it, 800-848-9222. And remember, Cats at Night is next right after this show. We will be right back. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On 77 WABC.